Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. An Erio's original. Each week we decide who's to blame for a historical tragedy. And each week you tell us if we got it right. My name is Rebecca Delgado-Smith, and this is The Aftermath. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning into this episode of The Aftermath. Today, we're speaking with guest expert Lillian Faderman, author of Harvey Milk, His Lives and Death, as well as The Gay Revolution. Let's hear what she has to say about the assassination of Harvey Milk. Hi, Lillian. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, Rebecca. My pleasure. So could you start off by giving us a little bit of background on Harvey Milk? What was his upbringing like? What career paths did he take as a youngster? I call my book Harvey Milk, His Lives and Death, because he had many lives. He, um, he had so many different jobs. He was a teacher for a while. He sold uh, vacuum cleaners door to door for a while. He was an actor and a producer on uh, Broadway for a while. He ran Castro Camera with the man who was his partner for several years. And finally, he was elected to the San Francisco Board of Supervisors. I think that in, in each of those jobs, he really, he learned something. He learned as, as a teacher how to uh, psych kids out and see what they needed. And, and of course, that was useful as a supervisor and, and as a candidate for public office. As an actor, he learned how to present himself to the public. As a producer, he learned how to organize whatever needed to be organized for the best effect. I, I think that um, he was, his life, his very uh, short life was really spent in 
in what he was finally able to do to achieve elected office and become a supervisor in San Francisco. By 1972, Milk has moved to San Francisco. What is the scene like there at the time? It was just becoming uh, very, very gay. San Francisco had always been sort of gay, but the gay areas were kind of dispersed. There was one on uh, around the Pokes, Polk Street area. Um, gay people were everywhere, as, as they have always been, whether it's been acknowledged or not. <laughs> but, uh, but the Castro district was becoming uh, a boys' town, as it was laughingly called for a while. Um, more and more gay men, particularly from various parts of the country, had moved to San Francisco and moved to the Castro area where they uh, created their own community and they created freedoms that you certainly could not have back home in the Midwest or the South or some small town in the East. And so it was kind of a, a haven and a heaven for gay men in the early 1970s. By the time Harvey Milk arrived, it was, it was that or certainly getting to be that. So how did... Harvey Milk get the unofficial title of the mayor of Castro Street. (laughs) He worked so hard. (laughs) And he he was very good at what he did. He he ran Castro Camera with uh, the person who was his lover, his partner. But Harvey was not at all interested in running a camera store. I think that uh, that his partner ran the camera store. Harvey became known kind of as the shrink of Castro Street. That is, uh, young men with problems would come to Castro Camera and he would chat with them and, and uh, give them advice and uh, find them places to live and, and give them advice about jobs and give them advice about education. He loved that. He um, he had actually tried to be part of a business association in the Castro area that was uh, still, when he moved there, a, a lot of the business owners were still fairly straight. The uh, business association didn't want gay businesses to participate, and so he quit that association, and he started his own. And he was very clever in uh, in having street fairs, in the Castro area, which became very big things, and entertainers uh, came to the street fair, some major entertainers. He, he really understood how to pull a community together. And he understood what he wanted as well, personally. He, he was hungry for public office. He ran for the first time. He'd barely gotten to San Francisco in 1973. He ran for office. Wow. He ran for the Board of Supervisors. He ran again in uh, 1975. He lost in 1973. He lost in 1975. In 1976, a seat opened up in the state assembly, and he ran for that, and he lost again. So three times running for office, and he lost What changed finally in 1977 is that San Francisco elections had changed. To get elected to the Board of Supervisors, you had to win citywide. 
before that. And in 1977, the rules changed. You had to win your district. And so Harvey ran in the Castro district. And of course, by then it was very gay and he had charmed the gay community. And so it was a fairly easy win for him in 1977. So the fourth time was the charm. (laughs) Fourth time was a charm. And he was a charm. Uh, So what was the platform that, you know, he ran on? And and how did it get support from, uh, you know, different local groups? He he was a politician, which is not to say that he wasn't sincere. I, I think when he told a group something, he really absolutely meant it. But um, he he um, he he always knew who his audience was. When he was talking to a uh, gay audience, of course, his message was very pro-gay. When he was talking to uh, firemen. His message was um, uh, how their wages were too low, how safety conditions needed improving, and how on the board of supervisors he would do that. And, and he, he did try to do that. He served the entire community. But when he was talking to the elderly, he talked about how the, the uh, city should support uh, dental care for the mm. and how the uh, the city should support better transportation for the elderly. So he knew his audience. He always knew his audience. And it's it's as I said, it's never that he wasn't sincere. It's never that he was simply being political. But I think he tailored his message as politicians do, according to who was listening. And and he tried very hard to fulfill all the promises he made, not just to the gay community, but but to all the various communities to which he spoke. So simultaneously, there's a, another candidate, Dan White, who is running for city supervisor for a different district. Yes. Um, can you give us a little background on Dan White and the platform that he was running on and what, what, what his district was like? What were his supporters like? Dan White was running in a a white working class district, uh, quite conservative. Um, One of the things he promised was that San Francisco was becoming immoral and he would wipe that out. He he would make sure there would be laws so that uh, there wouldn't be so much immorality going on in the city, quote, unquote. Uh, I think he too was a politician. He knew how to speak to the people that were his constituents. And I think he probably genuinely believed much of what he was saying. I think he was very troubled that uh, there were so many out gay people in San Francisco. That that wasn't the um, only issue that he ran on, of course. There had been um, a Catholic home for girls, mostly for girls who were not married, uh, who uh, were pregnant. By the 1970s, there were fewer girls who became pregnant without being married who felt they had to be hidden away for it in homes. Uh, Of course, by uh, 77, uh, there were abortion rights. There obviously was the uh, pill. There was less of a stigma of pregnancy outside of wedlock. And so, Homes for girls, uh, maternity homes, as they were called, were being closed down. 
there was one in his district that was being closed down. Um, there was an attempt to open it up as a home for so-called juvenile delinquents, and his district opposed it. And, and that was the kind of thing he ran on too. He would not let juvenile delinquents invade the district and the uh, rate of crime would go up. So it was, it was the kind of thing that would appeal to conservative voters. So I, I think he was genuinely conservative and probably genuinely homophobic. As mm. well. So after Harvey gets elected, is it a surprise? What is the response? I think it, it um, probably by then was not a surprise in San Francisco that the Castro district would vote for a gay supervisor. And that that same election, there was uh, another woman who was elected, uh, Carol Ruth Silver, from a uh, liberal district, and she was a a mother who was not married. Um, there were other min- racial and ethnic minorities who were elected. Um, it was a a fairly diverse board of supervisors by then. And it could have worked. It could have been uh, a board that cooperated with each other. Um, I think that um, Dan White was probably in above his head. Mm. I, I think he he had difficulty keeping up, and I, I don't say that to be derogatory about his mental capacities, but uh, he wasn't as sharp as many of the other supervisors were. And I think that um, Harvey and uh, Carol Silver uh, were hostile to him, not not simply because of his conservative politics, but because he always seemed to be quite lost. And um, he, you could be sure that he would be conservative in what he voted for, but it, it was as though he wasn't always keeping up with what was going on on the Board of Supervisors. And I think he felt that he was in above his head. And I think he felt that that Harvey and Carol sometimes were mocking about his inability to, to keep up. Could you discuss the Briggs Initiative and uh, explain to our, our listeners what it was and how did it get brought down? So in 1976, the winter of 1976 in Miami-Dade County in Florida, the, uh, their equivalent of the uh, city council um, decided that they would add to an already existing uh, law ordinance, um, a non-discrimination ordinance that said there would be no discrimination uh, in uh, public accommodations and housing and employment for the um, for Dade County on the basis of race, religion, uh, gender, um, uh, disability. Um, national origin. And so the uh, city council decided that it would add sexual and affectional preference. And it passed. And it was up for a public hearing early in uh, 1977. And uh, again, it passed despite protests by the far right, including um, Anita Bryant, who was a, a pop singer well known for her orange juice commercials on television, 
um, the city council decided to confirm that this would be the ordinance that was the law in Miami-Dade County. And Anita Bryant uh, and other conservatives formed something called Save Our Children, um, and they uh, managed to get a repeal of the uh, ordinance on the ballot, and it won. And once that repeal of the ordinance won in Miami-Dade County, then all over the country, all of these uh, gay rights ordinances were being repealed in uh, Wichita, Kansas, in St. Paul, Minnesota, in Eugene, Oregon. John Briggs, who was a state senator, a very right-wing state senator, who really had ambitions to become the governor, thought this would be a surefire thing. He would get an initiative on the ballot that would also be an anti-homosexual initiative. His particular initiative, it just it combined everything. It combined worry about kids and, and homophobia. And it said that if you were a homosexual or even if you said anything good about homosexuals, you could not work in the San Francisco public schools. You couldn't be a teacher. You couldn't be an administrator. You couldn't even be a secretary in the office. And it really looked as though it was going to pass, as though the voters were going to approve Proposition 6, the Briggs Initiative. Harvey led the charge uh, in Northern California. There were other leaders in Southern California. They really managed to unite the gay community as it had never been united before in California, certainly. And they they managed to get the Briggs Initiative defeated. It looked for a long time. The polls said that it would pass by a landslide. It was defeated by pretty much by a landslide. And that was certainly thanks to Harvey in Northern California. And there were also real heroes in Southern California who did their job as well. But I, I think Harvey really became the face of the anti-Briggs initiative, not just in Northern California, but because he was so charismatic all over the all over the uh, state. So it, was that the reason uh, Harvey seemed to have a premonition that he had a target on him? Was was that the reason? What was it? I, I think he had a premonition that he had a target on his back because he was the first out gay man to win public office in the country. There had actually been two out lesbians who preceded him. He was the first um, out gay man to, uh, 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 to be in so prominent a position in 1973 to run for office. Actually, Ho- Jose Saria, who was a drag queen, a wonderful character in San Francisco, ran for public office in the early 1960s and and actually got 5,000 votes. That was incredibly brave of him. But Harvey got much more attention than Jose Saria did even in 1973. He lost uh, in 1974 two lesbians, won public office. Uh, One was Elaine Noble, uh, she uh, won uh, office for the Massachusetts State Assembly. Uh, and the other was Kathy Kozachenko, who was elected to the uh, Ann Arbor, Michigan City Council. 
So he wasn't the first uh, gay person, strictly speaking, mm-hmm. who won public office, but he was the first gay man to win public office. Uh, and that brought him all sorts of national attention in 1977. I think he he realized that uh, as a gay man, he had a target on his back. And so as soon as he won office, he made uh, several tapes that he distributed to his friends. And he asked them not even to talk about it and not to listen to it uh, unless he uh, were no longer with us. Um, and in each of the tapes, he, he uh, said that the, these were to be played only in the event of my assassination. He had a premonition. And perhaps it was because he received a lot of hate mail, even when he ran for public office. But it was also because he understood how much homophobia there was all over the country and even in San Francisco, which was very gay friendly, but there were still people who were not gay friendly. And so he he understood that he was in danger. So after... Dan White resigns. Why does uh, Mayor Moscone, why doesn't he reinstate him? Well, Dan White assumed, and um, I I think he was partly right, uh, that that Harvey uh, told the Democratic mayor that that, um, White was a thorn in the side of all the liberals in, in San Francisco. And he resigned of his own free will. And Mayor Moscone would make enemies of uh, certainly of the gay community and other liberals in San Francisco if after White resigned, if he reinstated him, if he accepted, uh, refused to accept his resignation after he had already accepted it. So I I, I think that... um, Dan White understood that uh, Harvey and other people on the board of supervisors, including Carol Silver, were they were not his friends. So how does Dan White go about uh, his assassination? He was um, gunning for three people. He was gunning for Mayor Moscone, who wouldn't reinstate him. He was gunning for Harvey, not only because he was homophobic, but also because he suspected that that Harvey uh, encouraged Mayor Moscone not to reinstate him. And he was gunning for Carol Silver for the same reason, because he suspected that Carol Silver was opposed to his reinstatement. He doesn't get Carol Silver. No, just by chance. She had had... Uh, a, a breakfast with a, a donor and advisor that morning. She did not arrive at City Hall when she usually would have arrived at City Hall. And so she uh, was saved. But, but first, Dan White went to Mayor Moscone's office, killed him, walked the distance across the building of uh, City Hall. There was a a large hallway that separated the mayor's office, office from the offices of the supervisors. He walked that 
distance. Uh, found Harvey Milk talking to several people in the hallway. Said, can I talk to you? Um, went into Harvey's office and uh, killed him. What was the response after people in the city were told that Harvey Milk was dead? It was shock. It was disbelief. It was great sorrow. The candlelight parade that night attracted tens of thousands of people. It was spontaneous. People just gathered in the Castro because that was his area. And they, they walked with lit candles from the Castro to City Hall, weeping. I, I talk in my book about a, a man who was standing on the sidelines and was incredulous and said to them, why, why are you not fighting back? Why, why are you just weeping? Where's your anger? Where's your anger? But I think people had too much sorrow to, to be angry. The anger waited until the verdict came down several months later that virtually exonerated Dan White for a double murder, for the murder of the mayor and the murder of, of Harvey Milk. It infuriated the gay community, but not just the gay community. And so, again, it was spontaneous, was going to be a parade from the Castro to City Hall, but it turned into a riot because people were so furious that Dan White should be sentenced for a double murder to less than eight years in, in prison. Before I ask you my final question, I just want to touch on the 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 Twinkie defense that was brought by uh, you know Dan White's lawyers. Um, can you talk to us about that? And and it's 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 had a legacy afterward. Yeah, Dan White's lawyers were very clever in uh, forming the jury. They they uh, got to interview prospective jury members, of course, and. Uh, uh, anyone who was homosexual, they uh, would not include on the jury. Um, they made sure that the jury was white uh, and uh, working class and conservative and sympathetic. And they were very clever, too, in, in making sure that Dan White and his pretty young wife sat right where the jury could see them both, this poor, helpless couple, quote, unquote. And the jury was sympathetic to, to truly absurd defenses. For instance, uh, Dan White's lawyers were able to bring out that he was very upset in the days before the double assassination, and he subsisted on uh, Coca-Cola and Twinkies, and he had a sugar high. And this was a man who had always been so conscious of eating well and taking care of his body. And, and the Twinkies and the, the Coca-Cola uh, really made him deranged. And so it was practically um, uh, not guilty by reason of insanity. It was temporary insanity. 
that Twinkie defense was uh, used a number of other times until one couldn't use a Twinkie defense, but it was used to uh, to try to claim that people were not guilty of what they were doing because it was temporary insanity. They had these sugar highs. And the jury was sympathetic not only to the Twinkie defense, but as I said, they were sympathetic to this poor, handsome, young man whose life was ruined because he... Lillian, at the end of the day, I, I ask all of our guest experts, if you had to pick one person or thing, it could be a concept, that you think is to blame for the assassination of Harvey Milk, who or what would that be? I, I think that um, it would be hard to pick one person or thing. I, I think I think there were at least a couple of things operating in Dan White's mind. He was furious, obviously, that he wouldn't be reinstated to his job as supervisor, but the homophobia was always there. It was the fact that he really felt that homosexuals, as he put it, were destroying San Francisco, that, that homosexuals had to be gotten rid of, and Harvey Milk was the chief homosexual as far as he was concerned. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Lillian, for helping us understand this terrible tragedy more. And uh, we really appreciate you being with us today. Thank you, Rebecca. Enjoyed talking to you. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. 
Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. With us today, we have producer Amanda Lund. Thanks for asking me back. <laughs> and fact checker Chris Smith. Uh, greetings and salutations to you, Rebecca, to Amanda, and to the Alarmy, as well as to anyone else who might be tuning in today or might be overhearing this uh, at, from a nearby uh, speaker. I love the brevity. Um, <laughs> uh, how about uh, that interview? I'm so glad we had Lillian on. Um, it's just, you know, to be able to, you know, give that rundown and really understand, you know, I, I loved how she walked us through, uh, just what was happening at the time and the, the, the kind of platforms that he was running on. Uh, it just kind of gave us a, a really good idea of, of the situation, you know, how it all culminated. Yeah. And context of the time too. You know, right? just just thinking yeah. about sort of San Francisco and how it was so gay friendly um, and how ev- like even today that is threatening to people. So imagine, you know, this is back however many years ago, there really must have been sort of this rift there um, that could produce someone like Dan White. Exactly. Yeah. And, and also, I, I appreciated her you know, sort of talking about how Harvey Milk was a politician because, um, you know, he had obviously a lot of charisma and he had a lot of, um, you know, he was ahead of his time in, 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 in social justice. But um, you don't think about him often as someone who is appealing to, uh, you know, different constituents in different ways. You know, you think of him in... Uh, you know, you just don't think of him in that in that context. So it makes you wonder if he hadn't been assassinated, how far he could have gone. I know we kind of touched yeah. on that in the podcast. Yeah, he he was a not not just a politician. He was a very good one. Right. I mean, so, yeah, yeah. It sounds like it. And what a just truly fascinating guy. Like obviously taken from us too soon, but he really even before he got into politics just did a lot. Yeah. Now, she said something that I was like, ooh, we should have put that up on the board. Miami-Dade County. Mm. How did this escape me? Miami-Dade County was where the Briggs, uh, you know, the the seed of the Briggs Initiative started. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I mean, we could definitely could have been eligible for maybe a slap. (laughs) Rollerblading in a... uh in a G-string bikini, just cruising <laughs> along uh, the that's, Miami. That's Miami Dade. Ocean, that's ocean, right. Ocean Street. What is that? Street? Ocean Drive. Chris. Ocean Drive, baby. The the, the iconic Ocean yeah, iconic Drive. Ocean Street. <laughs> the street near the ocean. The smaller boulevard <laughs> that runs parallel. <laughs> that's where Chris goes rollerblading. <laughs> that's right. That's it's right. always so empty, and I wonder yeah. why. I don't know why nobody shows up to Ocean Street. <laughs> But um, so, yeah, I, I, I thought about that while uh, we were talking to Lillian. Lillian, did you guys um, think of anything else that we might have missed? 
I mean, I feel like we covered a lot of what she was hitting on. And just to remind everyone, we did send white male entitlement to jail and we slapped the Briggs Initiative. So I don't know. Is there anything about that guest testimony that made you want to rethink the verdict? I don't think so. I mean, I, I think we did a good job. <laughs> um, now, I, I, I have to say, I it, it, while we were recording, it totally escaped me to do the listener recommendation uh, to right, put that up on right. the board. So I want to I want to read what I had picked out um, and see if that maybe changes our, our, our verdict. This is from Instagram listener at Cheyenne Sun Cat Sylvia. Rolls right off Cheyenne the Sun Cat Sylvia. No, you nailed it the first time. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you, Amanda. <laughs> now, uh, they write, easy shortcuts to enter work via window. Otherwise, White would not have gone in. According to Wikipedia during the trial, uh, City Hall workers admitted that it was easy to enter through the window to save time. Easy shortcuts. Easy shortcuts. He came in through the basement, though, No, right? no. He came in through a window. Oh. Yeah. The, uh, I, to avoid the metal detector. Yes, correct. Very interesting. Now, I... It sounds like they're saying that a lot of employees would use this window, which is it a like a floor to ceiling window? Because it's it's interesting to imagine like sort of our civil servants entering the workplace through a window. <laughs> I mean, I guess this falls under the category of city hall security, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that was one the one that got away, right? Mm. I mean, you got to be watching the w- windows because when you think about a building, you think about a few different things. One okay. is doors, <laughs> one is windows. You got the roof in there. Sure. Uh, molding, crown walls, molding, walls, everything. The and whole, then you get into the stucco whole thing. And all that stuff. Yeah, but plumbing. But I think windows falls under security, and we should have been on top of that. But on the other hand, this guy, if he had come across a security guard would have just been like hey um i belong here right he's been there before and um, you know maybe he has business but i guess there, it's just so. getting in the it, gun it's the gun exactly how could he have brought it in i guess you know he it was his police revolver so i mean i don't I, i'm sure he could have found a way to get it in if he really wanted to some other yeah. way. But. Yeah, it makes you wonder why he didn't just show up through the front door. Well, I th- I think he didn't want to get flagged, number one, because he didn't work there anymore. I don't right. think they would have let him bring in his gun. And he must have known no. that. So, But th- it's possible he could have attempted the assassination outside of the workplace also. So I True. like this point, but I'm not convinced that it trumps what we sent to jail. I, I agree. I agree. It would have at least put a barrier in into the, how it ha- actually happened. But yeah. you're right. I, I agree with you. If you really wanted to do it, I mean, he could have found another way to follow them a different location. Um, so thank you again f- f- to our listeners for chiming in. Um and you know, try try harder because. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I mean, no one. I love that thinking. I, 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 I'm with Cheyenne Suncat Sylvia because 
I like the thinking. No, I like it. You need to be thinking practical, right? Yes. As as an alarmist out in the world, what you do is you scan. We're scanning rooms. Mm-hmm. We're scanning exits. We're uh, observing windows. We're observing locked and unlocked windows. And that's where our heads need to be. Absolutely. I mean, I, if I if it was the end of the world, hmm. I would want to spend it with all of my listeners. <laughs> well, that can be arranged. We can maybe do a, a meetup. <laughs> a meetup now that COVID's over. Can you imagine an alarmy meetup? Oh my God, oh my the God, alarmy. A convention. The alarmy convention. We would have to find the perfect venue that has like all the best like fire precautions, easily accessible yes, exits. We would, have, we, would have a, we would have a fire marshal at every exit. We'd have multiple security guards. Honestly, at some point we should do an alarmy meetup at the Queen Mary. Oh, how fun. I mean, that would be great. I I do. I would like to speak to um, the guest expert we had for the Iroquois Theater fire, uh, the fire uh, fighter. Yes, the fire marshal. Oh, yeah. Just to make sure it's all up to code and, (laughs) you know, everyone's safe. It would be amazing. I don't know how this could be arranged, but to do a live show on a boat. Oh, the, you know, boats, so many crazy things happen in boats. You've been so saying that many. from day one. <laughs> you have. I think you said that at the Jose Fernandez I, episode. Titanic. Yeah, the Titanic episode. <laughs> I said I'm from Miami and I know <laughs> crazy things yeah, happen in no, boats. We know. So uh, can we, if we're settled on this case closed, can I do a quick update? Absolutely. As alarmy members, you know, next week is huge. It's our 100th episode. Wee-oo, wee-oo. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We are well on our way to 1 million. Woo! Wow. Wait, uh, to 1 million? That's yeah, our goal, about right? A tenth of the way there. Mm, I mean, that's you only need a no. one one hundredth of the way there. Maybe? No, Wait. I think we're it's way more than that. It'll feel more like I <laughs> oh. think. I see. I As see. we do more, it'll feel like we're going faster. <laughs> so okay. So, no, let's do the math though. We've done one hundred. Okay. We need one million. Nine hundred and ninety-nine thousand nine hundred and uh, nine hundred. Yeah, nine hundred. So, uh, someone else out there can do the math because I need you guys to do some math on these reviews that have okay. been rolling in. My Ooh. phone is charging, so I don't have my phone, but I'm very good at what I call muscle. Okay, math, try using your a, brain. I'm assuming okay. that's the muscle. It's one of okay. them, yes. So 1,424 okay. minus, okay, I have to look this up. I have to go, I have a screenshot of it, so I have to go back further and further in my photos. My eyes are closed, just so everyone has a mental image. Okay, minus 1,337. You got that, Chris? Uh, I'm going to go with 63 plus uh, 24 is... Oh, this is... I wish I... 87. 87. Oh, I got it! I, I I didn't I didn't oh, I, no, I wasn't you didn't double check no what I th- I thought you said you, you were had what the, texting a, who are a, you texting I was right gonna now? read a, a review from UK I, I don't know what that God darn it well I think um, you might okay. be right I think you again. might be right I think it's fourteen twenty four minus okay thirteen wait what is it fourteen twenty four 
Minus, <laughs> minus 13. 31. 31. 93. Okay. 31? 93. Wait, no, okay. 30, did you say 31? Yeah, yeah. Anyway. 93. All Which right. is good so. because we've gotten some, I think we've reached our goal, you guys. Well, I, 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 I got a one from the UK recently oh, oh, the other one's um, that someone uh, took a screenshot and sent us. Uh, P- Pippa Nixon. Cool. Cool name, right? Um, only started listening to the podcast at the start of lockdown. This was one of my earliest finds, and I'm so glad it got me through the entire year. It's enjoyable, informative. It's evolved from the beginning, and the aftermath has been a great addition. Would highly recommend. It. Nice. Thank you, Pippa. No Thank you. Favorite. No mention of Chris, but that's okay. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> I'll let that one slide. That's it's definitely fine not to mention Chris in your. Oh yeah, um, I, <laughs> I totally agree with that. Whatever uh, gets you to that uh, rate and review. So we really appreciate that's it. Right. I think we've reached our goal with our around ten that have come in. You know from various other platforms, but hey, take this time if you haven't, and we'll do a more professional tally when we announce on our 100th episode. We'll, <laughs> we'll invest in a calculator. But, uh, but I think we're getting, if we're not there, we're really, really close. So if you haven't rated and reviewed yet, please take a moment to do that now. We really appreciate it. It's just a wonderful way to celebrate being on our way to 1 million episodes. That's exactly right. Isn't yes, it? It's, it's right. great. <laughs> Well, uh, it's been a wonderful hang with all of you. Uh, Thank you to all of our listeners. And I just want everyone to stay tuned because next week, not only is it our hundredth episode, but boy, do we have a treat for all of you. We are doing the Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan incident scandal. Jeez. I love incident is assault. assault. It's yeah. assault. It, it's, it's assault, but it, you know, it's, well, we're there's so much to talk about. You save guys. it. You're not going to want to miss. Save it for the pod. <laughs> Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.